the Spanish announce table. You have found Pro Wrestling's best podcast, your favorite podcast, the Spanish announce table. That's Tom. I'm Tim. We're going to talk about pro wrestling, man. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to take a trip in the Spanish announce time machine, talk about some stuff that happened in the past. We're going to head over to our website and talk to a fan that's got some stuff to talk about over there. We're going to talk about Night of Champions because we are some champions over here on the Spanish announce table. So we're going to talk about Night of Champions. We are, of course, going to talk about AEW Double or Nothing and the AEW Dynamite Go Home Show. Uh, We've got some Tweet the Tables in regard to those, uh, that AEW world over there. We've got a lot of stuff to get into, Tom. Uh, Anything new inside Tom's world that we need to talk about before we talk about all of this wrestling? No. (laughs) Thanks, Tom. All right. (laughs) And back to me. It's not cake this time that is preventing you from speaking. No, it's not cake. Damn it. I should have made another cake bar yeah. uh, or cake cake bar. I don't know why I said that, but a cake. Um, no, nothing. Zoo. Who gives a shit? You know, fucking live my life. Yeah. Tumorville. What up, baby? You know, fucking writing matches of the day. Give it. Motherfuckers need to put some respect on my name for the versatility that I got and goddamn matches of the day. Fucking shit's badass. And then again, you got Tim with the smoothest voice in morning fucking everything, giving you the fucking goddamn news that you need to know. Tell you what, boy, worth <laughs> the money. It's free. It is. It is free. Um, the Spanish announce table.net is what Tom is referencing. You go there, you can subscribe. Listen, if you don't want an email newsletter, I get it. Subscription is free. You can say no thanks when you go to the website, and it'll just let you look at all the stuff on the website. Everything is on there right now because everything's free right now because that's what we're doing for you in hopes that you'll do a few things for us. Maybe you donate right there on the SpanishAnnounceTable.net. You've got some donate links for Cash App and PayPal, Mm -hmm. but I get it. Mm -hmm. Donating is... uh, uh jeffrey todd says cool hat tom i get it you know maybe you don't want to donate so maybe you want something for your money you can get a spanish announce table t-shirt there at spanish table.net also through a link that says buy our shirt pro wrestling tees so you know it's high quality stuff and uh that's the ways you can help us out for all of this free content that we put out daily for you we work hard for this you know what i mean tom slaving yeah, away yeah. over this pro wrestling content but jeffrey still says tom e dangerously like that well, the hat has a little bit of meaning when we get into our AEW Dynamite, AEW Double or Nothing coverage. But before we do that, we got to talk about Blood Diamonds, aka WWE Night of Champions. And then before that, we got to talk about a comment from our website because that's the shit. We love to talk to you and we love when you talk to us. And then before that, we got to take a trip back in the day on this day in wrestling history and see how much my smooth brain, dumb, dumb head knows about professional wrestling. BOP 75, a lot of chat traffic coming out the gate tonight. I'm loving this, by the way. Join us on YouTube live. It's when we record this Thursday, most often nights, at precisely on the dot, 715-ish, Central Time Zone, the one true time zone. Join us there. You can live chat with us and be a part of the show. That's one of the many ways you can be involved in Pro Wrestling's best podcast, but stay tuned to hear more ways. But you can join the chat. Like Theo says, prove you love ECW, Tom. Let Kevin Owens powerbomb you into a dumpster full of light bulbs. Well, he has me blocked on Twitter, so mm, can't happen. That's true. Got to pick someone else. Extensive list of, of wrestlers who have you blocked. 
Hey, look, all of my comments, and I will always say this as a disclaimer, is about the television product. I don't know any of these people. I have no parasocial relationships with any of the actual individuals playing these characters that are using fake names 98% of the time. I understand the John Cena example. So I don't give a shit about them. I'm yeah. only talking about what I see on TV. But if these guys want to get all in their feelings and panties in a wad and go, I'm block, I don't like what he said, that I had a bad promo, shut the fuck up. Then why do I want to talk to you? So I'm not going to stop. And guess what? I'm a fucking weirdo. I might say you're the fucking worst person in the world in August and by October say, I just bought his new t-shirt. I think he's the best person in wrestling. You know why? Because things change, right? Seasons change, and so do I. And that's what we fucking talk about here in pro wrestling world is the Spanish announce table putting you through some entertainment, boy. I like it. I like it. So we're going to talk about pro wrestling. And to know where we're going, we've got to know where we've been. And so we like to know where we've been with firsthand knowledge, right? We don't like to read it on dirt sheets and, and read it in the history books. We got to see it for ourselves. So each day we take a quick trip in the Spanish announce time machine and try to find out what happened in pro wrestling history. Uh, and this is going to be fun, Tom, for this upcoming week. Um, see some of the things that happened in pro wrestling history. Uh <laughs> Uh, are you ready? I'm, I'm excited for this. Are you liking the new segment? The social media seems to be getting a little decent amount of uh, buzz from it. I like it. Yeah. I love. It's always fun to try to reminisce and put yourself back in a time period when life actually had hope. You know what I mean? Like, it was fucking great. <laughs> God. God, how long ago was that? Fuck. Well, no. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what are we doing again? All right. Um, <laughs> Why are we even doing this? <laughs> 10 fucking years of this. All right. All right. Let's go back in time in the Spanish announced time machine and find out what happened. On this day. May 29th, 2014. Oh, that's a bad time period for wrestling. Everything mm -hmm. sucked then, I can think. Early Spanish announced table. So we're having a blast. We're saying oh, okay. some wild shit probably, right? Yep. This is around the time the, the Daniel Bryan thing starting to take off, all the fun stuff with right. that. Okay, okay. So okay. here it is Good. on this right here. On this day. May 29th, 2014, the first ever NXT TakeOver was held at Full Sail University in Winter Park, Florida. In a pre-show match, Bailey defeated Sasha Banks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Pre-show. Adam Rose defeated Camacho after hitting him with the party foul to get the pin. Love that. Adam such Rose. A, it was such a cool fucking moment in time. Yeah. I yeah. It had it, it felt like it had potential. It clearly did not. The Ascension <laughs> defeated El Local, Local, and Kalisto to retain the NXT Tag Team Championship. Mm -hmm. Tyler Breeze defeated Sami Zayn to become the number one contender for the NXT Championship. Mm -hmm. Charlotte defeated Natalia in a tournament final to win the vacant NXT Women's Championship. <clears throat> Do you want to say who was in the corners? Oh, who was in the corners of that? Oh, it was Bret uh, Hart and Ric Flair. Probably. Ric Flair, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, definitely. Oh, look at that. Alarm going off over there. Uh, now, in the main event... Of this show, Adrian Neville 
defeated which wrestler to retain the NXT championship at the first ever NXT takeover? Tyson Kidd? It was Tyson Kidd. Nice guess. Yes. Mm. Now, was this like just yeah. front Calic Tyson mm. Kidd, all shaved well, head? It, it, just it a, was like the, a, a, a reverse rat tail, if that's what we're going to call it, whatever he had going on then. Yeah, but that was also the time period when like him and Cesaro had that tag team and mm-hmm. Natalia was their manager and they like had some potential, but then he got hurt by, I think, Samoa Joe doing the buckle bomb. But uh, yeah, it was Tyson Kidd. I remember that. Yeah. Jeffrey Seal says Tim has too much fun with this segment. Yeah, no, this is fun. Try to put Tom through the through the ringer on this. Uh, Jeffrey Todd says Bret Hart rules, and yeah. And Theo P says I miss Scott Steiner calling me fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't uh, have. Uh, we we do have this. Listen up, fat people. Like we do have that. We can use that, right? <laughs> well, going back to Jeffrey Todd's comment, uh, what Bret Hart rules? What? Everyone misses Scott Steiner calling them fat is what Jeffrey Todd says. But anyway, yeah, Tyson Kidd, good guest, Tom. Tyson Kidd, 2014 NXT TakeOver. That felt like, man, NXT, I was like, this this is going to be something, right? And it was for a while, well, it felt like. I mean, I guess well, it is it, something, but I don't know. But then it really turned a new corner because Neville was the champion, and then they did that angle with him and Sami Zayn where Sami Zayn was like trying to become a main eventer and he was going to be a main eventer. He was going to be a main eventer. And then he finally does at the next, I think it was the next NXT takeover. He does defeat Neville, Kevin Owens. It's his first night. He defeats CJ Parker. He comes out at the end of the night. He's like, Sammy, we're best friends. And then power bomb on the edge of the ring, which then became a big thing later. But uh, that's how they started the next phase of NXT. Yeah, loved it. I was having a blast with NXT then. I was really getting into it then. I tried to watch it the other night. I don't even know what's going on over there. I don't even know what that is. Oh, like today's yeah. NXT? Like, no. I like Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes. He seems interesting. He has yeah. some uh, some potential. But it is all guess and check work down there, it feels like. Yeah. Well, what we're not talking about today, we're talking about history, right? So we're going to talk about what happened. On this day. May 30th, 2017. This is good. TV tapings for Impact Wrestling. We're oh, come held. on, yeah. Tim. God, 2017. Jesus. TV tapings <laughs> for Impact Wrestling were held in Mumbai, India. Of course. For a show that would air on the United States television on June 15th. The main event saw Sanjay Dutt defeat Loki to win the Impact Wrestling X Division title. This, oh, yeah, okay. this was Sanjay Dutt's one and only successful attempt to win the X Division championship in how many attempts? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He finally one. won it. One. On May 30, 2001, the answer no. is uh, no, all right. 36. <laughs> it was 35. It was oh! 35. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that was good. Prior to that match, there had been 37 individual X Division champions in the history of TNA or Impact Wrestling with 82 separate title runs. Names like Chris Saban, 
low key, Jay Lethal, Petey Williams, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Austin Aries, Samoa Joe, all held the title during this time. However, despite having wrestled for TNA and Impact Wrestling for 14 years, Sanjay Dutt had yet to win the title, despite participating in 34 matches with the title on the line. The belt switched hands five times a year on average, but never ended up in Sanjay's hands until he won the title in 2017. Poor Sanjay. Uh, He's doing all right for himself, though, now, right? I mean, backstage, but I don't like him on screen. <laughs> yeah. Get that motherfucker out of here. Yeah, good stuff there, man. Yeah, um, in that, that X Division title, man, that's another one where, like, everything was about it was unique and fresh, and it was great. And then they just started doing so many different things with it that just kind of well, changed what it ever meant. Well, you know who did that. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, you know, I heard he's racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you Captain guys America. did the research. Right. Yeah, it's Captain America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. the research. All right. Um, all right. What do we got next? All right. May 31st, 1999. Okay. Mm-hmm. WWF okay. Monday Night Raw was held in Moline, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah, of course. Is yeah, Chicago, Moline. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Some sure. of the matches on the card include The Undertaker defeated Mr. McMahon via disqualification. That's a thing. Triple H defeated Mankind via pinfall in a no-DQ Falls Count Anywhere match. Mm -hmm. The Acolytes defeated Kane and X-Pac to win the WWF Tag Team Championships for the first time. Man, that was the start of the comedy tag teams. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Godfather lost the WWF Intercontinental Championship via pinfall to which wrestler? In 1999, mm-hmm. X-Pac, Kane, they're doing their fun yep. shit. They lost to the Acolytes. But that means that they're the DX tag team. So that would mean that Road Dog and Billy Gunn won't be a tag team because they already got the tag team with Kane and X-Pac. So by process of elimination, I felt like they would push Billy Gunn during this time. So I'm going to say Billy Gunn. Good guess. I, I didn't mention all the names on the card. Billy Gunn and, and Road Dog both had matches on this card. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one, one victorious and the other not. Uh, it was, so it was neither of them. You care to get Val Venus. It was Tom's favorite, Jeff Jarrett. God damn it, Tim. <laughs> we always have to find out what Jeff Jarrett is doing. Because Tom loves... Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> and, and, and it just so happens that Jeff Jarrett, no. May 31st, 1999, was winning the Intercontinental Championship for his fourth run, I believe it was. You are so lucky we do this over Zoom. <laughs> I would, I'd hit you in the leg so hard. Oh, my God. Jeff Jarrett. Jesus Christ. We got to talk about him on Double or Nothing, for Christ's sake. 24 years later. Yeah. Could win more titles. Just, just more titles for Jeff Jarrett. One of the most decorated wrestlers of all time. Well, because it's his own fucking promotion. It's half of them. <laughs> all right. How long before he buys a stake into, into Oh, AW? Jesus Christ. Don't, <laughs> don't ruin my shit, Jeff. All right. We'll find out what happened. Honesty. June 1st, 1996. ECW. 
Fight the Power was held at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. On this card, uniquely, ECW World Television Champion Shane Douglas was forced to defend his title five times. He defeated El Puerto Ricano, Don E. Allen, Devin Storm, and Mikey Whipwreck in consecutive matches before dropping the title in the fifth match to which wrestler? ECW Fight the Power. 96? Yeah, on this day, June 1, 1996. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is the tough one. Oh. Okay. Television Let championship. Me, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do uh how they want it to be done on TV shows. I'm gonna talk it out, right? Because they don't like when people just think because that's not good TV. They want people to say like yes. what they're thinking. So 1996, you gotta think Shane Douglas is the champion. He's the television right champion. Around, mm-hmm. Oh, this is television the television champion. champion. Not the heavyweight television champion. championship, right? Okay, okay. Right. So that eliminates yep. that eliminates Sandman. Sandman wouldn't do that because right. he was on he was above that. Terry Funk wouldn't do that because again he was heavyweight champion kind of in that time period. You wouldn't have New Jack because New Jack never won anything as far as titles. Probably killing people this time. Yep. Ninety six. Uh-huh. Was that not Tommy Dreamer? That's too early because Tommy Dreamer's still doing his bullshit. Like hey, I'm the best guy in the world. Everyone loves me. Um. Tommy Dreamer was on the card earlier. Definitely not Tommy Dreamer in this match. Okay. Although I'll say so, that I say that a lot of people pulled double and triple duty on. Oh, this card. of course. Yeah. It of was, course. It was a lot yeah, yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was he was a different character. He wasn't the Correct. Right. You know, yeah. Yep. I'm He's gonna not say fifth man in a a gauntlet essentially of right. of, of TV title matches. Yeah. Okay. I'm literally just guessing. The only feud that I remember for Shane Douglas before he got elevated back to that main event uh-huh. was he broke the neck of the pit bulls. Yeah. Which one? It's yeah. I which don't... one? <laughs> right, yeah. It's pit bull number two. I'll spare you the thing. I think you got it good enough. Earlier in the evening, Pitbull number two won a six-man tag match with Pitbull number one and Tommy Dreamer defeating the Harris brothers and Brian Lee. Also also earlier that night, Pitbull number two lost in a title match to world heavyweight champion Raven. So Pitbull two was just throwing it down all night. Well, that's what made ECW so great. Not to go on a big tangent here, but it was just literally, hey, he won. Hey, he lost. Now he's in the main event. Hey, it's a blood feud. Hey, we're not stopping. Don't go to the fucking concession. We are fucking going into another match. Sandman just hit Tommy Dreamer with the kendo stick. Well, guess what? He just turned around and got a fucking DDT by Raven. Raven's the champion. He says open challenge. Well, the Dudleys came out. They give him a 3D, and after that... Here comes New Jack, and he hits yeah. everyone with a fucking guitar. And then by the end of the night, you got fucking Francine just doing a little strip well, show. We've said this. And we we talk about this like when, when we talk to folks who maybe have smaller organizations. If you've got a crew of, you know, 17, 25 good workers, then just make it one big traveling thing where everybody's in on everything, right? You make it a giant soap opera and just have people pulling, you know what I mean? Like some people back seven over here and working with these other people and just find them ways to get on the card more often. Right. And you don't have to fill your shit with a bunch of random other stuff. Right. 
Well, and another good thing that I think ECW did is they had people in multiple feuds, but it ne- didn't necessarily have to be their main focus. It wasn't, I'm feuding with Bret Hart and right. I'm feuding with Shawn Michaels. Just, They're both deserve my guy, attention. You know what? Also, fuck that guy. Yeah, it's, I'm going to get Bret Hart's title. Oh, by the way, Shawn Michaels, he also fucking sucks. But Bret Hart, I'm coming after you. And then Shawn Michaels would be like, well, I'm going to super kick you. Fine, motherfucker, we're going to wrestle. But after I win this match, I'm going after Bret Hart's title. Like that, and again, I was using WWE references or F. But like, that's what I mean. It's like, that's what made ECW so great. Uh, Jeffrey Todd, I will give him credit on this. He says, Bret Hart has definitely been in the chat. He says, Bret Hart is definitely better than Jeff Jarrett. Low bar, I know. Yes. Okay, but here's the thing. I don't like him. Uh, (laughs) I hate that guy. He's the oh. Bop says Jeff Jarrett, NWO 2000, the chosen one. (laughs) I mean, WCW 2000. The more we talk about WCW 2000, the more happy Tom gets. Well, if you had uh, a picture representation of jeff jarrett nwo 2000 the chosen one it would just be a pile of money burning like that was it it was just hey guys let's fucking put more uh money in the fire pit fucking yeah and you know who quit on him you know who quit on him in 2000 bret hart Mm. Hart. he got hurt but still fucking (laughs) i just don't like that guy Yeah, yeah Just don't like him. You know, there's some people in life when you go like, you had a fucking punchable face and he's just one of them. Yeah. I'm that to many people. Yeah. Oh God. Jesus. Yeah. You know how many people hate me? Yeah. Uh, I, I love me though. Love yeah, me some like, me. So. I can love everything love about yourself, my life. Yeah. 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 My <laughs> life is great. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing great over here. All right. On this day. June 2nd, 1987. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you even alive? Okay. W- yes. Okay. WWF taped Superstars of Wrestling in Buffalo, mm-hmm. New York for a show yeah. that would air on June 13th. Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo. The Honky Tonk Man would begin the longest intercontinental championship reign in company history of 454 days, defeating which wrestler? Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Ooh. It no, was, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. No, did he hold it? Oh, title? I don't remember. I thought it was Bruce's Barber Beefcake. Oh, it was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, motherfucker. I knew that. Yep, 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 yep. It was going to be. That's the thing is Hulk Hogan tells a story, yes. whether it's true or not, is that it was going to be Brutus the Barber Beefcake, but he didn't show or couldn't make it. And so then they said, we'll just put it on that guy, Honky Tonk Man. And well, I think, yeah, Hogan start- says, and I think Honky Tonk Man has even said that Hogan was like, no, nah, no, nah, man, do it this guy. And Vince was like, no, nah, we're going to do somebody else. And Hogan yeah. was like, no, nah, you got to do this guy. And he was like, all right, well, we'll do it. I think the story was they'll do it transitionally until Jake Roberts is yeah. ready to go again. And we know the story there. Jake Roberts mm-hmm. wasn't ever necessarily ready to go again. And the rest yep. is history. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's what happened. On this day. In pro wrestling, good stuff, man. I feel like we we got we got caught up. We got to see Jeff Jarrett. You love that, don't? We got to talk about Bret Hart. We got to talk about WCW two thousand, man. We got all kinds of good stuff. What else are we gonna talk man. about? Pitbull too. Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, yeah. I tell you what, the Pitbulls were fucking cool. And you said Brian, uh, Brian Lee, uh, Brian Lee. Nine one one was so fucking over with just a choke slam. Yeah. It would just be 
Paul E, right? Not Paul Heyman. He was still kind of Paul E dangerously going out there saying all this weird shit to whoever, Tommy Dreamer. And then Tommy Dreamer would put him in a corner, lights out, lights on. Boom. And he'd grab him and fucking throw him through like 10 tables off the second ledge of the ECW arena. Man, it was fucking cool. What a moment in time. And then he had his biggest payday as the other Undertaker. And then, you know, kind of. Yeah he, was, yeah, he was the Undertaker too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Undertaker, Undertaker liked him. That's why. Undertaker was like, no, that guy could do it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I yeah. got you. All right. Well, that was on this day. We like that. Uh, we are going to also head out. Another way you can get a hold of us is SpanishAnnounceTable.net. We've got all these articles. Tom does a match of the day, which gets some good numbers, man. So people like this match of the day suggestion you got going on. We got the Pro Wrestling's Best News. We've got on this day right where you can kind of relive what we've done here if you didn't catch it live or maybe you didn't you know you don't always catch the podcast uh go there and uh you can comment on some of these things right and if it sparks a conversation mm-hmm. we'll bring it up right here like we've got from adam ryan now your match of the day was christian rvd ladder match you remember mm-hmm. this right raw mm-hmm. yeah and yep. he says i haven't seen this match in forever and barely remember it so probably we'll have to go back and watch it again didn't RVD do a bunch of ladder matches on the Raw in like 2002 to 2004? I'm thinking there was one to unify the IC and European titles, or maybe it was IC and hardcore titles around that time too. And uh, you can read my comments if you go to the, the website. I, I, I did a little look back to find out. And uh, he did do a, a chunk from about 2002 to 2003 of about five ladder matches on WWE television, which isn't abnormal for his overall average rate of his career from what I could find. But... Mm-hmm. I think they did highlight in several marquee matches there was like titles on the line and they put these on Raw in prominent spots. And there was indeed one for the unifying of the intercontinental and European uh, titles, which is a weird yeah, a weird thing to do. Um, it's mm-hmm. like the international title, right? Even though, But it's not the world, it's the international. Um, <laughs> fun stuff. So yeah, um, quite a bit of stuff, but man. I, I, you were watching heavily at this time then, right? The 2002, 2003, so, so was I. Uh, man, I remember these ladder matches pretty vividly and thinking this RVD guy is good stuff. To be honest with you, I know everyone says the Attitude Era was the best. And if you talk about competition and everyone's doing everything at a level 12 out of 10. As far as like yes. a rock show going on every Monday night, well, that was the height. Well, and it was like everything was fighting for your attention and everything was good, right? It was Sting falling from the rafters, going after the NWO. It was Sabu and Taz over here in ECW. Well, for me, you had some of the most charismatic, like, entertainers as far as, Mm -hmm. like, not even wrestling. Just give them a microphone and do it. You had some of the most charismatic to ever grace the the squared circle all combined in that era, too. Like, like, every other guy was an all-time great. It's crazy. Yeah, but I think what also helped them is because of the competition. And what I mean by that is because everyone was fighting for your attention. If, for example, Stone Cold Steve Austin just does three stunners in a night to Jeff Jarrett and Billy Gunn and Mankind. Okay, cool. You could jump over to ECW and there's a fucking Sabu crazy ass match with Tommy Dreamer. And then if you're like, man, that's a little too crazy. Well, then go over there and you can get your classic macho man versus Sting. Uh, you know, what it where yeah. Sting's allegiance. So it's like everything. You're not wrong. Yeah. Well, and th- you, you I didn't think they have were to more, stay with something. Yeah. They were more willing to take chances than to because of that. They were like, you know, there wasn't this. Well, we've got a role for you. 
well, right, exactly. We, we need to. Is everything? Mean, this, Something whatever they did is taken off. We got to do that too. Exactly. Now that all is to be. What I'm saying here is that is in in retrospect very good. However, also looking back, I think the ruthless aggression era was fucking rad because you did up the in-ring entertainment with Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar giving you mat-based wrestling that could fucking kick ass. You had William Regal in a more elevated mid-card level giving you similar matches. Also, Rob Van Dam, MVPs. Jeff Hardy was this time. Yeah. Well, no, this is before MVP. This is a little bit before that. Oh, okay. This is the Rob Van Dam edge is oh, now yeah, a single yeah, yeah. star. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what that. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And you had women's wrestling coming up a little bit with like, hey, this was a like Trish and Lita kind of thing, right? But then you also still had like uh, Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler, which is easy on the eyes. Yeah, you, know? you seem to appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't? Jesus of Mary. Everyone appreciated that. I mean, not everyone. Some, you know, a lot of people did. A lot of wrestling they are, fans. They're objectively attractive people yes, regardless of, of your sexuality of just like look at that that's a statue of beauty it's all true. of them they are and they were doing their fun stuff and so it was like that's the best era it was fun. remember re- oh my god tim now that i'm talking this all out loud remember uh hot lesbian action was during that yeah, time period hot lesbian action, yeah. <laughs> what a dumb stupid thing like that's what people always talk about the attitude era had the dumbest things Brother, go back and watch oh, some yeah, of the shit had, they're yeah, trying yeah. to pull on that. Yeah. A pillow fight at WrestleMania 19 between the Bud Light girls and Stacy and Tori. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's when they thought you still got to push the envelope. Yep. But just but less blood. Less blood. Yeah, but right? we're gonna, and, and we're going to give you better wrestlers. Better action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this. We've got. WWE's Night of Champions. It's the Blood Money pay-per-view again, right? We're over here in Saudi Arabia, and it's going to be packed, right? There's going to be, I don't know, 100,000 people this thing or whatever it is, right? It's going to be huge. Sports washing. It's going to be, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the fireworks, the all the thing, right? They're going to make this look like a WrestleMania. That's what they do over here. So we're going to talk about it. We both admittedly don't necessarily watch the program well, but... As Tom brought up to me, I, we're staking a claim that you don't have to. We, we can it. probably predict these reasonably well mm-hmm. and not have to have ever even seen any wrestling at all since the last time we made one of these picks, I guess. All right, so let's talk about Tom. I got it up right now on WWE.com. It is Thursday night, May 25th. Hey. So things could change on the SmackDown. Intercontinental Championship, Gunta versus Mustafa. Ali, Tom. This is Gunter all the way still, right? But what he's going to smack a hole in his chest. Unless. Nope. There you go. Unless. Nope. If we're going to move Gunta to the top tier, Mm -mm. we have Mustafa Ali do something weird and crazy, and Gunter somehow maybe gets sidetracked onto something else by somebody else the next night on Raw, right? Not now. Yes, I think eventually that will happen, but not with fucking unless Mustafa DDP Ali's got some life. kind of crazy story that he's convinced Triple H he can run with the Look, new he's Bray trying Wyatt. he's trying the dollar store version of DDP's hey everything's great and that fucking sucks and so no did the new day try to do that briefly as well and that didn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no it's 
Fuck that. Hey, no. Smackdown. Walters. Yeah. Yeah, just chopping him bloody. SmackDown Women's Championship is on the line, but it isn't. It's Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. Rhea Ripley will win this match. No, of course. Natalia is never again holding a singles women's title in WWE. Of yeah, easy. That I the over under or or what if they the, made a secondary odds? intercontinental level. Nope. Natalia gets one run with it. Nope. nope. The workhorse nope. title to try to set the stage. Nope. 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 If they make an all Euro Intercontinental Hardcore nope. title, nope. <laughs> with a big nope. ugly logo right in the middle of it, nope. <laughs> nope. She ain't getting big shit. Butterfly with a couple W's in the middle. <laughs> She's getting a check and a handshake, and that's it. Yeah, and her husband gets to work backstage. Mm-hmm. Dyson Kid. We, we talked about him on the. <laughs> on there you go twice. Raw Women's Championship is on the line. Bianca Belair versus Asuka. This is one, I mean, like, I could see it, but I don't think so. I think we're still rolling strong with Bianca Belair. Still the title. And how... Who watches WWE? Just... Have we not... So the SmackDown champion is on Raw, and the Raw champion is on SmackDown. We haven't switched those belts like we did with Becky and Charlotte. We haven't just we're changed just the names of with them. It. Yeah, we're just running with it. We we again we don't have a, a a women's universal champion and a and a women's WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Like I, unless that's what they're doing. Unless someone says, "Hey, what the hell is going on here?" And then one of them says, "I can beat the other one," and then they unify it. That's the only way it happens. I don't think you got to unify won't. it. I think you just like like how they had the universal champion. And a world champion for a long time. Then they unified it. Now they're going to have a universal and a world champion again. Oh, I get you. It's like uh, eliminating the names do, of it. Yeah, just eliminate the Raw and SmackDown portion of it. It's the universal. Yeah. It's the women's universal champion. Yeah, I like that. Or you can come up with idea. two different names that you don't have to start calling it women's and men's. Just come mm-hmm. up with some other. You know, mm-hmm. the Galaxy title. Like they fucking <laughs> are trying to rip off on AEW there. Yeah. All right. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. It's interesting to me that Trish Stratus is like doing the edge run right the, the i never it came out of left field for me of trish stratus does the veteran you know several month run i thought that was i thought she was above that now i thought she was like you know an upper b plus list celebrity up there in canada you know yeah i mean unless she just i, I like the promos that she's doing right where she's yeah. saying i'm the most important person bad. in wrestling like mm-hmm. she says i'm the most not women i'm the most important yeah. wrestler well, she has a WWE. believable surly attitude where the like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like you actually look like you're actually pissed off about everything that you walk by mm-hmm. um it's becky yeah is it it's becky? becky yeah it's becky the glasses were weird on raw i saw a picture of that you see that where it's they were fingers that were like yeah i yeah. look i don't want to I'll get in trouble and I'm trying to work at it because I know we want to be more popular and reach a bigger fan base, but there are many comments. I can work on breathing exercises with your therapist. Well, (laughs) I'm working on just like not saying everything that comes to my mind because there are many comments I could make about the appearance of both Becky and Trish. We're building a filter. We're building Mm -hmm. a filter for Tom. This is progress. This is stuff. But I fucking tell you what, no, (laughs) Tom, the pillow, right? Remember, you yell into the pillow. <laughs> All right. So here we go. For this World Heavyweight Championship that's going to be on Raw, right? It's going to be on Raw. We're going to have Seth freaking Rollins versus AJ Styles, right? Or did they stop saying that? And now we don't know, quote unquote, where this title's going. 
Did they stop it's saying wrong. that? No, I, well, I don't fucking. I don't, I don't, know. I, I don't know. think they have. But remember, it's they wrong. said it, and then all of a sudden they were like, and then here's all the SmackDown competitors. And it was like, well, wait a minute, you're not. What happens if SmackDown guy wins it? Which mm-hmm. is what what we got could happen here, right? Like they had, they didn't even mix in SmackDown competitors with Raw competitors. They had brackets, right? It was a SmackDown side. Yeah. And, and they'll meet like it's the goddamn playoffs here. Uh, Seth freaking uh, Rollins wins this. Okay, time out real quick. Don't call him freaking. Like, I just the dumbest. Nope, we're not doing that. We're not calling Gunther. It's Gunther. Walter. And, yeah, and we're calling him Seth Rollins. Yeah. It's right. Seth Rollins. All right. Seth Rollins is winning the win. World Heavyweight yes. Championship. Yes. yes. They're going to sing yes. the song tomorrow on, or the next day on you know Raw or whatever, the next time they show up on TV, and he's going to do the fucking finger composing, and everybody's going to have a blasty blast because that's what it that is. show is. It is. Oh. Everybody sing a song, wrestle for two minutes. Sing more songs. Sing more songs. Wrestle. You know what they've gotten away from is everybody has to dance. I haven't seen that in a while. I'll give them that. They just moved it to everybody's got to have a song that the crowd can sing along to. What do you mean by everyone's got to Remember, dance? like, they used to have, like, several acts that would have to dance, right? It was part of their opening routine. They were dancing, like, the like the uh, fucking Tyrus guy, whatever he was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. And then, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They worked dancing, or they would have a dance-off, right? Like, yeah. Was, yeah they, I haven't seen that in a while. I'll give them that. Kudos for that. Seen yeah, that. but they, they're just so silly to think that because the crowd likes to chant, something that that means that they're over yeah they are apparently that's what it is they're not yeah the undisputed tag team champions Sami Zayn and kevin owens versus the undisputed universal champion roman reigns and solo sokoa man we are milking this bloodline Sami Zayn, kevin owens thing for all it's worth even well after we jumped the shark and missed you know and and this is why to harp on another point where i was told 15 fucking million times on every social media platform that the greatest storyline in the last century is the bloodline no it's fucking not because you got to include everything and this is part of the fucking story and it's lame yeah it's lame yeah so next time you guys want to tell me WWE can write fucking stories for a moment. And then you got to include the rest of the so, story. So here's what I'll say at. is, yeah, the, the, the cliff notes of this story is one of the better storylines they've done in a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the execution and the length with which they've told those cliff notes, they have jam packed an amazing six months of storyline into two and a half years here or three years or yep. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just really, just really yeah. been bad. That's where it's like, when you tell me it's the great, no, it's not. I can give you Raven and Tommy dreamer. I can give you Taz and Sabu. I can give you MJF and CM Punk. I can give you so many more as far as start to finish. That's better than this. Yeah, this ain't even finished yet. How can you tell exactly. me this is the great storyline? We don't know how this is going to go. I don't know. Fucking Doink could join this goddamn <laughs> crew before Doink, done. Yeah, Doink and Dink. Yeah, hey, fucking, hey, man. Uh, all right, who you got? Who you got? All right, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are winning this somehow, right? This is where we're going to get more Usos fighting with Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa, some more dissension amongst them, and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens get a laughing point and smell our dicks 
And now Roman Reigns has a Usos problem. Or do they win it? And then the Usos say, we're the greatest tag team. You got to defend it against us. And then it's the Solo and Roman versus the Usos at the next big pay-per-view. I don't know why I got that weird voice. Could be that, but that that. sounds like it kind of sucks too. Well, look, yeah, of course, it all sucks. Um, I think the Usos will think that they're helping Roman, wink, wink, and actually cost him the match and Sammy and Kevin win. Because I think there's more story with Sammy and Kevin on Raw where they have championships and you've got Imperium trying to chase them down. You've got... um, you know, it's, obviously it was the Usos. It was in some other tag teams trying to chase him down as well. You know, it's even better about that is, so they'll think they're helping Roman and Sola, and they accidentally help Kevin and Sammy. But Sammy thinks they meant to help him and Kevin Owens, and they didn't. And Kevin Owens realizes they didn't. But Sammy is There's all hope. like yeah. tears of joy, like happy, and Kevin Owens like you're an idiot, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> that that would just be the perfect there. All right. Final one I got here on their website is Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. And I think Brock Lesnar wins this. I think we're putting Cody Rhodes through more of the woe is me, the story isn't over, you know, like we're trying to build up more sympathy. We're doing him through the old, you know, I'm like how far more down can I possibly get? And I bet this was his idea. I bet this was his idea to try to endear himself to the WWE audience. So I'm going to be uh... – transparent with the listening and viewing audience uh, and also you tim as far as how i consume wwe media i don't watch it i don't fucking want to you know why spring baking championships better summer baking championship just debuted it's better then we're gonna get into hockey playoffs then we're getting into nba playoffs there's so much more that is compelling than wwe however curiosity gets the cat Well, but curiosity gets the cat, right? It's something I'm addicted to. Oh, sure. I know it. It's the cigarettes. Our whole online my... community is is watching it and talking about it. Yeah. We, we're going to hear well, it. We know. Well, and it's also the cigarettes of my social media, you know, interaction. You don't really right? like I don't, it, but it, yeah. But I'm going to fucking smoke a cigarette it's today. Like, hey, okay? Can I blow a smoke? Now we can talk, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so I tend to watch reviews on wrestling YouTube channels. And then if something just piques my interest i'll find it on youtube or some social media thing right so all that to say i watched the end of this fucking segment with triple h and cody rhodes and this is where oh you almost got another fucking yell rant like last week i'm gonna try not to do that this is where i'm gonna say something about jeff jarrett (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, hand of God, Jeff Jarrett right now is more entertaining than fucking Cody Rhodes. Can tell you that one million percent. They use the same uh, hair dye. Yeah, they fucking do. But this fucking thing of I gotta go out there and fight, Dad. Dad, what would you do? And Triple H going, Well, son, you know what I would do, boy. You know what? And I think I think you're gonna go out there and give him a good old How's your father, huh, boy? I'll tell you what, I'm proud of you. Huh? I love this, like, Look how far you going? I love this down home Americana voice that you've taken. Last week, when you were talking about Wardlow, you were like, you, you said, as in Wardlow's voice, you're like, you know what I'm going to do? 
<laughs> so like, I don't know where you've adopted this, like, yeah. you know, backwoods. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I love it. Cody. I love it. Yeah. Well, with Cody. With Cody. it's dad and father. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Son of a plumber. But this whole fucking thing. And the, and the I'm going to pat you on the knee, boy. And I'll tell you what. You go over there to that Saudi Arabians and you, you give them the Make old, your pappy proud. <laughs> yeah, you give them the old DDT, okay? That'll get that... That'll get that beast tamed. Okay? All you need yeah. is, is thunder two, two and lightning. Yeah. I tell you what, Brock Lesnar ain't you know tough guy. Look at his yeah. wife. All you need Looks is like- Washington and Jefferson, son. <laughs> Go bring him the power of America. Yeah, and then he tries to like talk him up. Look at him. Look at Brock Lesnar. He ain't a confident man. Look at his wife. Looks like an interstate. No curves. Yeah. And he, he, that, that's what that, that's what over there he got over there. You think he got any fighting in him? He don't. He don't. And and fucking it's lame. It's yeah, Cody it Rhodes, and I get it. I get it. We all like to do the oh. Yeah. It, he's the corniest fucking dude in pro wrestling. The corniest. Oh, if he is. you like Cody Rhodes, I don't like you. He's so. This is what we've said before. I think even when he was coming back over to WWE, I said it then. The guy, and not even in. We've all had friends where it's somebody in the friend group where they thought they were the the coolest thing and everybody liked him but they were an obnoxious prick and nobody liked him this is a little mm-hmm. different he thinks he's the coolest everybody likes him but everybody's just kind of like ah, i mean bro I, i've I identified about you i've worked through my feelings i've identified mm. what he is it's unearned arrogance he walks around with the arrogance of a 16-time champion like he's Ric Flair. And, brother, you know how many times I've been down these roads. I can tell you the best hotels stay at at 1 o'clock in the morning in the backwoods of Atlanta, Georgia. Like, fuck you. No, you can't first off. And second off, you haven't done anything. Cool. Yeah. He like, speaks of, like, a faux wise man, if I will, right? Exactly. Like, yes, right? Yes. It's unearned yeah, arrogance. Right. He's walking around like he's done stuff. Now, what I'm hold on. I want to clarify my comments because I know people are like, oh, you fucking. I understand the bet that he did with Dave Meltzer with the 10,000 fans and all in. I am not speaking about anything behind the scenes. As always, I need to clarify this comment. Everything I say as regards to these wrestlers is what I see on TV. I don't give a shit about anything that happens off of camera. So please don't write me and tweet me. Well, don't you know he started AEW? Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the character that walks around like he's been six-time WWE champion. That's the shit that's corny as fuck. And that's what, at least for me, I don't fucking like. He's so horny, man. Yeah, but just stiff. Do you get that too? Like he's just... It just feels uncomfortable in his own skin. I almost feel I'm like, man, Cody, are you all right? Like, oh. you're a therapist? Like, you've. Oh, I think like he loves it. his skin. I think there's a lot of mirrors in his bedroom. Yeah, but I think it's. But again, I think it's faux arrogance again, right? I think it's the. I think it's the. I'm a narcissist because that's what I need to portray because people, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. think that about mm-hmm. me. Mm hmm. Yeah, 100%. It's the, well, you know what? Flair in 87 had a had a mirror above his fucking yep. bed, so that's what's getting installed this week, Brandy. Of the you know what I mean? talents we have here at the Spanish Announce Table, armchair psychology has to be up there with one of the best things that we're good at, right? <laughs> like, there's not many things we do well. 
in many aspects you know, of life, you know, but yeah. But here, yeah, I got about I got about five things I'm good at, and this is one of them. Uh, you know how many times I've a lot been of them start with F. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Finger foods. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just he's not. He he's not it. He's not it, brother. I'm telling you. Maybe he will be with a different type of character. But man, miss me with all things Cody fucking and, Rhodes. But I think for this match, I think. We keep telling the like story ain't over. Cody's got to come back, and I think like we think so he's going to overcome Brock Lesnar, and I think we're going to get Brock Lesnar squashes John Cena number two here. That's my guess because that's what I want to happen. I hope we I get Suplex City fifty times, and Cody Rhodes is still left there going like, "Why am I a failure at life?" Maybe we will get some sort of new Cody Rhodes. Maybe he recognizes this, and this is how he's going to get us there. That's my silver lining. Hope for the best out of all of this. Is he's transitioning away from everything we've just said? Right. But I don't know. Uh, I will say, so I'm going Cody Rhodes. And this is the reason why I'm going Cody Rhodes. is because I think that before they tore the pec muscle off of his body, with him doing extra weightlifting on the day of a match. Yeah, but he did it on the day of a match. Like, just. Yeah, were you going for a PR on the day of a match? Like, that? It's, again unearned arrogance you, you're thinking you're playing a part yeah. there pal but again that's backstage i'm not trying to say that although that was shown to us on camera so i can't talk about it however i think they had something planned that hey if he's good to go uh like in two weeks we got a good storyline for him and seth rollins and so as we mentioned seth rollins i think is going to win the world championship that motherfucker needs a first title challenger and what better way to go back to the well of cody versus seth so that's what i think gross gross indeed because it is hey let's talk about something that's not gross uh aew it goes down on sunday night with their pay-per-view double or nothing i got some hot takes i got some hot takes on this one all right so how we're going to do this because we don't other ones that you don't have hot takes on some of them are tepid you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, i don't know right, yeah, you know some, oh sure hey i hope both guys win i don't yeah. know um and some of them are bullshit i don't believe him right i don't know what i'm saying uh hey are you telling me that you just make it up as you go along sometimes on this show over 10 years brother it's not this show this is that's life by the way coming up in july we will be doing our 10 year anniversary i'm talking to you theo i'm talking to you all the folks who have ever been long-term listeners here uh hit us up we're gonna have man have we decided yet is it emails we're gonna have everybody sending some emails again what are we gonna do here tom yeah emails hey and even uh we did you it got one some time ideas, you know like, well and i we did it one time where you sent in a voice yeah if you want to do uh, that give me enough time to like cue that up yeah yeah yeah, why not? Or video. Not? Yeah, yeah. we'd we'll splice it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch why it ahead not? of time. Ten year anniversary coming up in mid to late July here of the Spanish announce table. And we gotta br- get the band back together, right? We gotta make this mm-hmm. like NWO reunion seventy five right here. Hell yeah. Uh so how are we gonna do this with double or nothing? Is we don't wanna go dynamite, do all of that, and then double or nothing, because we kind of talked about it with our yeah, dynamite coverage. In. So yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the matches. And when we get to the matches, we're going to then talk about what happened on dynamite last night. So, uh, as always disclaimer, we're recording this on a Thursday night. 
Rampage hasn't happened. We don't read spoilers. If any matches were announced on Rampage, we don't know. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's get into, man, there's so many matches here that I don't know if I want to just read it in order, Yeah. but I'm going to. Yeah. It's the best way to keep the track of it. Yeah. The first match that they have here, actually, I, I'm going to switch it the Go order. The I can, well, I'm, I can tell something. Different okay. Now. All right. All right. The first match that I'm going to tell you about is the Blackjack Battle Royal for the international championship, okay. 21 men, including the champion Orange Cassidy. It is an over-the-top battle royal. The participants, I believe, were announced. Uh, I actually think I just saw it not too long ago. Uh, let me buy some time here. I think Swerve and Keith Lee are in it. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that. Um, Ricky because Starks. They, because they were not going to do their thing, right? The Keith yeah. Lee Swerve thing. And Ricky Starks, okay. Jay uh, White, and oh, Rock Hard are in it. There it is. Okay, so here are the participants. We got Butcher and the Blade, Dustin Rhodes, which... Still doing it, huh? One Last Ride doesn't last five years. I'm just going to say that. Anyhow, Keith Lee, uh, Bandito, Tim. Yeah. That's Spanish for Bandit. Oh. Ah, look at that. I give I you some... figured that out. I give you some Rosetta Stone on this bitch. Uh, we are the Spanish announce table. We know a couple things. Uh, Commander, rock hard, Juice Robinson, the Jay White, uh, Lee Moriarty, Big Bill. Big uh, Bill. <laughs> um, you should do that. I would get behind <laughs> Big Bill. <laughs> I'm Big Bill. Almost like the he's a man. <laughs> he was coming out. I'm big, but like he was fucking Johnny Collins, some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking <laughs> love oh, it. Big Bill. Yeah, oh, love oh. It. oh, if he grabbed a fucking two by four and had Hacksaw come out with him one night. Oh my God, I'd lose it. Who else did you say? Would... Big Bill? Oh, you said Leo Moriarty before that, right? Yep. Yep. All right. yep. Um, Davari or no, Divari? I don't know. Who's it's not Davari. It's uh it's the one guy that was a producer in WWE. I don't know his name. Uh, Tony Nese. Ricky Starks. Brian Cage. Yeah. Swerve. The Best Friends. Kip Sabian. And the Lucha Bros. Hmm. Uh, Orange Cassidy still. I don't see anybody. I mean, it's a way for him not to lose technically and lose the Ooh. title still. Okay. But I don't see anybody that they're like, this person's got to be the next champion. I think Orange Cassidy wins. Okay. So, I don't really know. This doesn't have the tropes of WWE where you could be like, well, well, obviously, this is what they're going with because it's a raw guy. Right, yeah. However, I think what they're going to do is... They keep talking about this Orange Cassidy hand injury, right? It keeps on taping it up, taping it up, taping it up. This is why I envision the final spot is heel wrestler throws him over the top. He then grabs the top rope to not fall over. It's the injured hand. He'll then hammer fist the hand. Ow. Oh my God. Oh, and I fall. The hand injury cost me the title. I shouldn't have done this new champion. You know, here's a great way to pull this heel. off, right? He's hanging back. He's got the bad hand. He'll hammer fist it. 
And as he like realizes it falls, he just gives him the thumbs up as he like, falls back. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just gives him like good, good job. Call. Right, yep. got it. Yeah, good call. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, my it's gut tells White, me isn't it? is Jay White. My God gut tells me it's it. Jay White because oh. then he's the champion. Guess who still needs the revenge? Ricky Starks. Then we can do this at a named w or named dynamite event and it's ricky starks versus uh jay white Road for the international or whatever right. yeah whatever it is spring break or whatever yeah so that's what i think fucking jay white because he's the he's the tits everybody loves the jay white he's the fucking coolest our next matchup is Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match. And this is where we got to go back to last night. So, Tim, we do the classic uh, signing of the contract between Chris Jericho and Adam Cole. We've agreed Adam- to no physicality. No physicality between the people that are in this ring. Right. So Adam Cole walks out. He doesn't necessarily trust the JS. So he's got old uh, Roderick Strong with him. looking Rod Strong. Yeah, as uncharismatic as possible. And then... He should team with Rock Hard. They could be Rod Strong and Rock Hard. The Rock is hard! Rock Rock Hard and Rod Strong. An old Val Venus gimmick. I mean, that's a 1980s <laughs> tag team name if I've ever heard one. Uh, so they come out. Then the JAS come out in full capacity. We get Jake Hager. Well, we don't get Sammy Guevara, which I think is, is interesting. Still... And, right. And then we're also not getting Ty Mello and Anna J. I also noticed that as well. But we get the rest of them. Just Jake the Hager, 2.0. Minus uh, And um, yeah. Daniel Garcia. Right. right. So Adam Cole instantly signs it. All right, here you go. You're a bitch. Fuck you. Yeah, as the baby face does. And then Chris Jericho's like, look at you. Look at at you. You let your your girl get beat up, you coward. And then Jericho and his group say, guess what? You're outnumbered. And then Adam Cole says, well, I knew you were going to say that. So I got someone. And he's crazier than all of you lives here like, well, who? He yeah and who is that he's homicidal suicidal genocidal he's sabu fucking sabu fucking in sabu. 2023 hold on D- who had this this is the phrase that all the cool kids use right who had this on their bingo card but legitimately who had a prediction that in 2023 adam cole baby and Sabu would be on the same fucking page yeah, that Adam AEW in a on promo national TV. Setting up a match against Chris Jericho would call the help of the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal Sabu. Yes, albeit it also just feels way out of left field. Like the only connection was, well, we're Las Vegas. So I fucking, I was like, how did Adam Cole know Sabu? Now I get it. Sabu's like, if he came in and he was like, hey, he told me he's having a problem, with, or I saw he's having a problem with Chris Jericho, and I said, "You know what I hate? It's Chris yeah. fucking Jericho." And so here I am, right? Like I don't even. And, and if he's like, "Thanks, Alex," and he's like, "It's Adam." Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Kick his ass. And on top of that, I will say, 
it's an unsanctioned match, right? It's mm-hmm. it fits the Sabu yeah. character well, of the ECW. Kind we think of Sabu gimmick. has is on an unannounced retirement, right? He hasn't wrestled in a long time. He doesn't look like he's in go shape to wrestle. But this also sets up for us to get a Sabu spot, right? He's gonna somebody is getting some table action with Sabu here, right? Like that he can do a spot, right? This is the Toby Keith. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was, right? And we're going to get Which isn't there. good. Which isn't good. Look, well, with Toby Sabu, Keith, right? With yeah, Sabu. Well, well, both well of them. I mean, yeah, we're yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Look, look uh, back in the day, we did a top five worst wrestlers, in our opinion, and I did my list. And three of those five were Sabu. And he <laughs> is one of the worst wrestlers is Bonnie Brown and Mongo were the other two. I know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Scott Steiner. That was the other one. But I will say this. Look again, watching his matches is a chore. I, I it's yeah. hard, but I will give the devil his due. He was one of the most innovative wrestlers of all time. He was also one of the most captivating wrestlers of all time. He put himself in positions that made you want to see what happened next week. And in an era that was pre-Twitter, pre-Facebook, pre-MySpace, all that stuff, he was managing to get oxygen in the room where WCW and WWF were competing for eyeballs. So there's a lot to say about Sabu and his impact on the wrestling industry. I will also say it's 2023, so maybe let's just have him count one, two, three, or like what he did on Wednesday night, throw a chair at someone. Just throw a fucking chair at someone's face. Yeah. I'm okay with that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't let him talk much. He might say something. Well, there's a lot edgy. of stuff that yeah. the man, and I don't know his real name, but the man, not so great. Uh, about as good as his in-ring career. Yeah. Um, so let's maybe not yeah. have him talk. Yeah, about. it was an interesting move. I could live without it. Novelty move if, at best for me. Um, but, you know, crowd seemed to pop for it. So, well, is what it is. I legitimately said, no fucking yeah, way. No, no. I got, oh, I shit. stood up. I stood up. I was like, this is fucking cool. And uh, my wife was like, what? And I was like, it's Sabu. And she's like, that old man? I was like, oh, man, he was cool. He sucked, but he was so He looked cool. just like that 20 years ago, but yeah. <laughs> but he, was, he, didn't, yeah. he hasn't aged, but he looked that old then. <laughs> mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> All right, so who you got, Chris Jericho or Adam Cole? Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby, wins this because Sabu sabos chris jericho through a table i'm going chris jericho Mm. i think you're gonna have i go with the devil i know instead of the devil i don't know sabu sides with chris jericho says this fucking geek over here you want me to like that guy no way i'm ride or die with the original ecw chris jericho Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. He like the moment you called me, the first thing I did was call Chris Jericho, you dork. Yeah, exactly. Like no, this guy I'm used never. to get bail me out of jail, you dumb nuts. <laughs> right, and then we're gonna learn in a backstage promo on the Double or Nothing pay per view that these two guys were the best of friends, and Jericho knew every step of the way. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think happened. So I got Jericho. We storm the castle. This... We get never mind. Anyway, never, there we are. Never mind. Whoop. Yep. Hey. Okay. <laughs> hey, next up, on Capital this Bar and list, Grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, love those fajitas. Yeah. Um, I'll, but they don't. No, very. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the next match on this list, and again, I do not know what the order is. Right, just going sure. off of this list here is Anarchy in the Arena. Mm. We have the Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Man. Now, before we go into our picks, I do have to make note two just top shelf bringing that energy oh. promos from John Moxley. So let's go to tweet night. the table from uh one of our great friends here at Brian J. Bay says not one, but two. Two killer mox promos tonight he's on fire hashtag tweet the table uh oh and i forgot he had one about rock hard that i think i'll hit now uh okay he says this just in while doing a backstage interview ricky starks is attacked by jay white and the geico caveman hold on we're being told it's juice robinson hashtag tweet the table <laughs> yes yep yeah yeah the rock see one thing i also want to clarify is people... rock hard and rod strong I'm telling you well, so one thing I want to clarify about that gimmick that I was thinking of is I'm, I'm wanting to go caveman style with it. I don't want, I mean, I, I want the 1980s vibe warhorse like we described, but I want him stupid. I want him grabbing a rock and the rock is hard. It's not rock and roll, rock hard. It's look yeah, at this, this rock. Isn't, it's hard. This isn't when we envisioned three man band becoming a face group, right? Exactly. Like, I don't want yeah. them air guitaring out there no, like warhorse. No, no, no. No, no, I need rock hard. I need him being an idiot. The moron. I want him so fucking. Fa yeah. I want him almost Perry Saturn with the mop. Yes. With this fucking rock, and it's like, dude, the rock is hard. And then yeah. like they hand him other rocks, and he's like, holy shit, rock, rock hard. hard. He walks <laughs> off like that's what I want. Uh, Jeffrey Sills. Uh, before we move on too far, says if Jericho wins, Adam Cole is stuck in the Jericho zone where you wrestle him till eternity. Well, here's what Adam Cole has working for him. He can pivot easily into this elite, right? Yes. He can, hey, guys, what the hell? Uh, why didn't you believe they did that me? to Hangman. Or, or why did you need Hangman's help? He only had one eye. You could have called me. I know I had the Jericho thing, but I could put that off, yeah. you know, and then we Shame get what they did to the next butthole in that match, right? That's what I'll say. Well, I mean, look. After John Moxley said this is going to be the bloodiest match in AEW history, and the Which is saying something because they've well, done so much blood that they had to show in the video games how much blood they're going to put in the game. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. After the video game showed how much blood they were going to put in the matches, yeah. someone might die. Um, yes, I man, this is a tough one. I can see either team winning this storyline ways. But I feel like the loss is better done storyline wise if the elite loses. So I'm going to say Blackpool Combat Club wins. Because I think there's more angles to go with storylines with the elite on a loss than mm -hmm. there is with Blackpool Combat Club because they're unified, right? Like they're a force. And we mm -hmm. haven't we haven't had the need to see some dissension. They're still going strong. I feel like Blackpool Combat Club wins this. Maybe. They, they, one of them gets singled out, right, and gets worked over ungodly to a point where we feel uncomfortable, like I said, right? Like, we're like, geez, man, should we have allowed this? And, but maybe the elite maybe doesn't have the best of sympathy for that person later, right? And that's where we get some dissension. 
Yes, that could definitely happen. Also, one note I wanted to bring up from last night, Hangman also had a just stellar promo. Uh, A little bit more discreet, not the yell in your face, I'm going to kill you kind of thing. But, man, it was every bit as good. Uh, There just wasn't two of them. Um, I think, so I'm going with the Elite for this reason. It feels weird to... The band's back together. Well, they fucking suck. Mm -hmm. And also, if you look at all eight people, as I mentioned beforehand, the weakest one here is Yuda. And I think Yuda is the one who loses it. And then we might get, well, the Blackpool Combat Club is in the uh, initiation phase looking for new members. And now Yuda is saying, what the fuck, guys? Am I out? Like, no, I'm not out. Guys, I can really do this. I can do Guys, seriously, I can do it. Fuck that guy. No, he ain't in this group. And then he beats him up. And then he starts going crazy on people because he thinks he has to show them something. And maybe even they're kind of like, no, man, we're we're just looking for another member. It's not you. Or they're like, why didn't you show this at the pay-per-view? Yeah, yeah. Idiot. Yeah. So that's where I I think... I, I hope. Again, they might just say Blackpool Combat Club loses and Claudio and Yuta just go off to Ring of Honor and we don't see him for a couple months, um, which also could even happen if they win. So I'm going with the Elite because I think they are AEW for the long haul. Like They're yeah. not going to show up in Ring of Honor. You like that? Yeah. I forgot that I was doing these picks. Uh, Jamie Hayter. Was I supposed to be saying something? I don't know. No, no, no. I was looking at uh, Jeffrey Seals had a had a comment here, and I was looking at it. He says, "I like Takeshita to come out and help the elite win." He said the BCC. Help the BCC. Oh, the BCC. Win. The heart. Yeah, because oh, the... because of Don Callis. Oh, Don Callis, that carny piece of shit. I forgot about him. Oh, what the fuck does he do? That's what I think. That I think he may be onto something. Takeshita comes out. Yep, helps the BCC win. BCC's even like, we didn't ask for your fucking help. Fuck you, and they just walk away Mm. mad, you know. Or it's a it's a handshake at the end between Don Callis and Brian Danielson. They're like, yeah, thanks for doing business with you. Yeah, even the rest of the BCC can be like, who the fuck is this asshole? Brian Danielson's like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, shake hands. Maybe that's where we could introduce a little bit where maybe John Moxie's like, "You set up a fucking deal without talking to me, right?" Like they have their big like, "Yeah, we rock. We fucking murdered these guys. We fucking shoved our fists up their taints and we fucking punched our fucking their teeth out through the front of their face, right?" And then the rest of them walk off. You know, like uh, Claudio and and Wheeler walk off. Danielson's like, "Hey man, what the? You fucking tell me you were bringing in Callis in on this thing, you know?" Mm -hmm. He's like, "Oh, I just didn't want to." Yeah, I thought yeah, you want to ruin that. I thought you understand. Yeah, Figured you'd be fine. Fucking, yeah, yeah, why you not? Focus on the match. Like you were in the match too, man. You fucking, you know what I mean? Like a little bit of that, right? A little bit of like, who's the alpha here? Mm. Might be a little or, early for that. Or, 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 does Kenny Omega play chess while Don yeah, Callis is playing checkers? No, no, no. Oh. no. Where Don Callis thinks, well, I'm going to get one over in Kenny. And Kenny's like, guess what, motherfucker? Golden Lover's in this bitch. I got, uh, what's his name? Abushi. Uh, yeah, you're right. And Abushi takes out Takeshita. Or Kenny Omega's been playing chess against the Blackpool Combat Club, and Callis and Takeshita have been in on this all the whole time. And you were right. Ooh. Where Jeffrey Sills was wrong is they helped the elite to win. We think they're coming out to help the BCC. Uh-huh. And then they, Kansas City cunt punt John Moxley. And then 
you know, or Wheeler or whatever it is, right? Yeah, it's probably better Wheeler. Take the fall mm-hmm. here. Or it's just a normal fucking crazy match and a lot yep. of people bleed and you to loses. Uh, or Hangman loses. Um, all right, so next up for the AEW Women's World Championship, champion Jamie Hayter taking on challenger Tony Storm, a rematch of a past pay-per-view except roles are reversed, and apparently Jamie Hayter is not 100%. Yeah, what I kinda, do you say? I kind of get the feel we might be getting Tony Storm gets a run with the uh, world title here. I, I The Jamie Hayter thing, I think people are behind her. I don't think they dislike her, but we're not really lighting the world on fire with her run here. And well, it's it's she's not the focus. Right. You know what I mean? Right. She got, whereas she got I think, trampled by all this other shit. Right, whereas I think Tony as the outcast, you know, they're doing their heel stuff. She's the champ. We don't necessarily get a whole lot of, we won't get a whole lot of heat from Soraya because she hasn't necessarily been a, a major in-ring competitor routinely, right? Like she hasn't said, like, I'm going to win this title. The Ruby Riot thing might be interesting there, right? Because they were supposedly on the same level, right? They were both main event players in the women's title. That's the interesting dynamic when you get these groups that have multiple people on the same level. Because what happens when one wins a title, right? Somebody in your group wins a world title, usually wrestling folklore tells us they're the main guy mm-hmm. in that stable. And the other people are mid-card or below that person, right? Mm-hmm. Now, some have bucked the trend there. That's not necessarily always true, but... That'd be interesting More to hear. But I, I feel like it's a better it's just it's a fresh change that I feel like is kind of needed with the women's title. I kind of forget Jamie Hayter has it, if I'm being honest. And if she's hurt, we don't want to do another Thunder Rosa interim champion bullshit thing, so might as well get it off her now. And also here where's my pen at? Here's a T Mac story of the T-Mac week that I'm time. writing here. All right. All right, right here, right here. Uh, Tony Storm wins. Jamie Hader says that was outcast motherfuckers. Uh, I'm going to beat them. I'm going to go after that and get my title. Britt Baker said, like, yeah, get that title. You're so strong. You're great. You're awesome. Next pay-per-view, it's a rematch. Tony Storm's a champion. Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader almost gets it. Britt Baker finally turns there. Right, because we got enough time period away from the beating to where maybe now she sees that Jamie Hader's the weak one. I need to be with the strong bitches in this organization. It's the outcast. What's up, ladies? And then Britt Baker, DMD. And then we get dissension with all of that fun stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Come on now. Come on now. I get it. But I I hope. T-Max story time. I'm going Jamie Hayter, though, just because I think they're going to say we haven't given her a chance. I think that's what it is. We haven't given her a chance, so we're going to keep her as champ and see what happens. And again, Matt, where this shows up on the card, when I'm watching it, like where they're like, ring the bell, here comes the outcast. I'm like, okay, I think you might know your Mm -hmm. answer. If it's like early, it's Jamie Hayter. If this is more middle of of the card or something later, I bet we get Tony Storm. Also, can we fucking learn a lesson, women? If the heels come out with three of them, bring a friend. Just bring a friend. Hey, here's something we didn't talk about. Uh, Willow won that uh, oh. Japan Strong title because Mercedes yes. got injured. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, she was going to win anyhow because it's Willow. Willow never loses. I love Willow. And she got a shout out on AEW and they showed her beating Bussy. Yeah. Children being bossy. Look at me. I'm bossy. Look at my hands. I can flip them back and forth. I wear rings. Yep. Bossy. Uh, beat that bitch's ass. Hell yeah, Willow. Do it with a smile. Powerbomb. Willow is just the best. 
God, don't you just fucking feel good about the future? Like, we're going to turn it around. I love when you, when you have aggressive see... exclamations of affection, right? Like, when you're just ah! like, yes, I've... yes. fucking so love great. Her. Love her. <laughs> God, she makes me want to, like, pick up trash. You know what I mean? Like, she does good things in the right. world, and I want to do right. good things. You makes know what me I mean? smile, so I want to make other people smile. God damn it. Yeah, I want to <laughs> donate to charities. Like, God, she's great. You know? Yeah, go adopt a puppy or two. Yeah, get... Oh man, like hug an old person. Just say like, I know you ain't got friends, but I'm kind of one. Don't talk to me. Yeah, I've got to get out of here. Let's fucking be friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah tell I don't people got we're friends. I don't want to actually hang yeah. out with you, but you can tell people we're friends. Look, here's the deal. I need a friend and you need to have someone to talk to, to tell you, to have them tell you about the war. So just, you know, you tell me about the war. I'll be your friend. Kind of, you know, there we go. Right. Yeah. Tell Just, you about Tinder. You tell me about the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you about MySpace. You tell me about right. the depression. Yes. I will de- we'll compare great. notes. You tell me about the Spanish flu. I'll tell you about COVID. We'll see where we're wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll see where we, yeah. We'll see what mistakes we made twice. <laughs> All, All of right. them. <laughs> All right, let's move on. For the TNT Championship in a ladder match, we have champion Wardlow taking on Christian Cage. Who wins this match? God, I hope so. Fucking look. Wardlow was cool, and he was fun, and he did all the right things when he was the MJF guy. I think we're a little bit gaslit by JR telling us this is the next fucking guy. And because JR said it, we kind of just blindly accepted well, it. It was also AEW still new. We didn't have everybody that AEW has now either, right? Like, it's yeah, the game has stepped up as, some as well, too, on top of that. And he hasn't advanced from that point much either. I agree. Yeah. I agree with all those points. I also think maybe let's send this motherfucker to Ring of Honor. I agree right? with that. I feel like it would be great over there, Ring of Honor. Go Ring after, look, embrace what next, that is. And yes, a hundred percent. And you could easily do it right now because you could say Claudio needs a challenger. It's Wardlow. That is a main event pay-per-view for the next ring of honor event that we got coming up. And with Christian cage, he can use Luchasaurus as the buffer to, if you want my championship, you got to get through my dinosaur. Ha 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 ha. And then all the fun shit that goes get with that. The, you're not a dinosaur. You're a man. I'm a dinosaur! God damn it. God damn it. That. That needs I someone. need that in my life. All right, I let's keep it. Before, oh, I pass, I before I cross the rainbow bridge, God damn it, I need to see. Yeah. I'm a dinosaur! And whoever's playing Wardlow, if that motherfucker dies, we're having someone else put him in that fucking mask, and that motherfucker's completing this storyline. Uh, yeah, we're the, having the, the storyline. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> story, yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah. doing this. Yeah. Someone's fucking saying this goddamn line on AEW television. Uh, all right, so we're both going Christian Cage on that one? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right, next up for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, uh, special guest referee Mark Briscoe. Mm-hmm. We have champ- Pimp slapping everybody on Oh, my God. Yeah, well, hold on. We got champions FTR taking on Team TNA, Jay Lethal, and Jeff Jarrett. And as you mentioned, last night we had Mark Briscoe come out and say, hey, how is it? That bald FTR can be blinded, but execute a perfect fucking pile driver Mm -hmm. and then act like nothing happened. 
And then bald FTR is like, I'm sorry, man. Shake my hand like a man, because apparently, you know, that's what we still do in 2023. I'm a man. We have yeah. we have norms. Let's I want to shake your hand. Let's touch soft flesh together. Yeah, I want I want to shake your hand. I Next time somebody's shake- aggressively like shake my hand, be like, yes, by all means, let's touch soft flesh together. <laughs> See what yeah. they say about that, right? Yeah. Touching flesh. Yeah, let's touch soft flesh <laughs> together. Yeah. We're touching <laughs> flesh. Um. Any other parts of the body you want to press together there, sweets? <laughs> Bellies? No. Yeah. Um, and and so going back to Wednesday night, so Briscoe's like, I don't accept shit from you, dog. Smack. And just, then just hauled off, like put some Tom Brady hip twist into that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Into that heater there. Just whap. Yeah. And then uh Harry FTR says, Hey, what the fuck is that? And then Bald FTR goes, I'm gonna kick his ass. And then Harry FTR says, no, you're not. Don't do it. Don't like, you're not going to do it. And then bald FTR is like, I don't know what. Okay. And so then Mark Briscoe leaves the ring and he walks up the ramp and he fucking, first off, watch this back. Cause I watched it about five times and it made me giggle each time. He forearm checks like a hockey player, Karen Jarrett, right? Yeah, in the fucking neck. Like, Get out of my head. And I don't not know that she much. knew that was coming. Cause she was like, holy shit. Oh God. <laughs> That was great. I loved it. I tell you. Uh, and then he <laughs> g- continues to go up. And then I'll give it to him. The cell of the night, Jeff Jarrett acting like he got shot by a 20 yeah. odd, you know, 30 yeah. odd six, fucking jumps back like he got a bullet hole in his chest. Yeah. Who was the one that um, in the NXT? Oh, it was Adam Cole who got fucking uh, like linebacker shed tackled into my Keith the, Lee. Yeah. My yeah, Keith Keith Lee. Lee. yeah. He did that though. kind of sell job to this. Slap. Yeah. So yeah, that was good yeah. stuff. <laughs> and then he fucking throws away like a gnat Sanjay Dutt. And then he gets right into Jay lethal's face and he says, Hey man, we've been friends, yeah, but I'm tired of this bullshit. But he yeah. just goes straight up. I'm yeah. tired of this bullshit. Like fucking figure yeah. it out. And then good old, uh, you know shrek over there just what are you gonna do and then yeah i like how mark briscoe didn't like he didn't even try to like punk him back down too he just ignored him was like fuck this guy you ain't gonna do shit no but part of that was he was even like listen i'm gonna fuck about these guys over here you know that Mm -hmm. you're like you're my boy but like yep whatever you got going on here this is bullshit liked it perfect very believable i've been mark briscoe before in amongst friend groups you know what i mean like not that these were friend groups necessarily but like you know what i mean where i'm like hey listen these people you're fucking with are gonna get your ass beat stop fucking with them and you kept fucking with them and now you expect me to be there to help you beat their ass i told you not to fuck with them dumbass Mm -hmm. i don't want to help you now like i didn't pick a fight with them yeah, I got plenty of stories where I could say people called me up. Hey, man, uh, they're circling back at the party. Come back. Why? Well, they said they got guns coming. I'm not yeah. fucking getting yeah, why would shot. I come back to that, you it's your fucking problem. I'll call your mother in the morning. Like, fuck yeah. you. You need to call the police <laughs> or yeah. just leave. Right? Yeah, just, just leave. leave. Yeah, don't even call the cops. Oh, my God. One of the best stories. One of the best stories is I was at a house party and. It got a little crazy. And this is again, and and (laughs) independence, right? So it's, Uh, it doesn't get that good, but it just always makes me think of this kind of stuff. uh, Um, And it gets a little crazy, right? And this guy, he gets beat up right in front of us. Just fucking boom. I mean, his eye is like a fucking uh, melon, right? And he gets up and he's stumbling and he's looking around and he goes, I'm going to come back with my nine. 
and he walks off and he slams the door open and he's walking out. And my friend who I will not name, uh, cause he listens, uh, says he's going to come back with, with nine. What? I was like, <laughs> what? He's like, he's going to come back with nine. What? I said, he's coming back with a gun. He's like, well, we got to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) He abandoned all friends. Well, we got to go, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, God. Anyhow, so all that to be said, who you got? FTR or Team TNA? Man. FTR sounds like the easy answer here. But God help me. If the heat that will come. From Team Jarrett, winning these titles and and healing it up with them would be uh, the thunderous booze that would come would make me almost want to pull that trigger. But I feel like FTR wins this. They're too good to be bested unless it's by major heel chicanery. So I'm going to give you who I think will win. And then I want to transition that into a best of the rest, what we didn't cover in dynamite and then get to our main event. Cause there's some sure. news and notes that happened on dynamite. Right? So I'm going with FTR and I'm going with FTR because going back to last night's AW dynamite, uh, no blinks, Tony Khan made an announcement that the first AEW collision episode will take place at the united center which is massive for aew in chicago illinois and so that is all to say punk and his friends need to all come in strong and so that's where ftr coming in as your tag champs samoa joe's coming in as your uh, tv champion right the king of television and we're going to get FTR looking strong, standing next to their buddy, Chicken McNugget Punk. Does Chicken McNugget Punk help FTR win this match in a surprise? All no. the odds are against them because no, 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 the whole no, crew that, is beating them up? That would, that would be cool for a collision episode. I think Punk is, Team TNA is beneath Punk, right? I Punk agree with are, you. Yeah, yeah. Right, he's going to do one. But if he was helping his buddies who were in dire straits. Well, so don't get me wrong. I don't think this is, again, where's my pencil? Where's my pen here? I don't think this is necessarily the end of this feud. Mm. So I would not be shocked if it's Team TNA versus the Giant, or Team TNA and the Giant Satnam Singh versus CMFTR. That could be a tag match as a main event for a collision episode wouldn't be shocked there well that's what i mean like but, maybe he shows up to help and then they go that wasn't fair we need another well he could show up a collision that way right yeah. ftr is like hey guys and everyone's like yeah you're punk's best friend hey isn't this cool and then tmt team tna comes out and that's where then punk is like hey we ain't doing this fun like everyone get ready for me i'm just coming out right now uh i'm beating up everyone up you know what i mean oh my god how is Jeff Jarrett going to look younger than CM Punk in the ring in 2023? Because you know it's going to happen. Well, it's collagen and hair dye is what that is. <laughs> no, I'm saying like moving. Yeah, he's going to oh, move yeah, in the right. ring. Yeah, because he's a better funny. athlete than CM yeah. Punk was. I'll give Jeff Jarrett he that. Like he at least had, you know, lifetime fitness athleticism, right? Like he could mm-hmm. at least move around. Like he wasn't. Yeah, he has coordination. He wasn't a sack of yogurt his whole life. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. He wasn't doing fucking. Well, you I'm know, sure for his age too, he's probably moderately fit. Like he's, I, we've never yeah. said necessarily that like he was a slob and couldn't do things. I just, you know, he's just. I think he's he's the just dude, the, and he's slimy. And he's like, a, yeah. All you gotta know is, uh, is uh, what was that fucking promotion that he had that sucked? Global Force Wrestling. Global Force Gold. That's all you gotta say is the definition of why you don't like Jeff Jarrett. Just right Ugh. there. And now I am talking about outside the ring. However, on the ring, inside the ring, what's the fucking best moment? When he got stunned by S- Steve Austin? Huh? When he got yeah. fired by Vince? Like, I haven't liked anything. Fuck out of here. Yeah. When he lost to China? When he lost the IC championship to China? Like, fuck out of here. Um, uh, okay, also some news and notes uh, from Dynamite. We had... Um, where was it here? The uh, I wanted to get your opinion on the second AEW World Trios Championship open house match between AR Fox, Blake Christensen, and Metalik versus the House of Black. The one in, one out was the special stipulation, and they changed the lights. They didn't yeah. do all blackout. So what did you no, think? It wasn't of all, all blackout. I like that look a little better um, than the all blackout. Uh, the one in, one out was a neat, uh, you know, little. Uh, thing to do there but again i you know with this i think we knew who was going to win the match um so, so that's fine watching it i just watched it for the athleticism that was in there and I, I i think i like this enough i just my worry is it's got to be house of black for a while so we've got to tell a lot of stories here with house of black and it's trios and we don't really have you know a whole slew of established trios ready to go so should be i got him I got a main event for you. Okay. When we want to maybe end this, or when we maybe want to add shenanigans to a House of Black Never. match, I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked if we have the House of Black Defender AW World Trios Championship in an open house match against Darby Allen, Sting, and oh, they made a t-shirt with it, CM Punk. You see how I'm putting CM Punk in tag matches and trios matches because he can't really do it by himself, but we need his name to make a Saturday night worthwhile for staying in. And look, we know if you pay attention to Twitter or Instagram, He's always at mentioning Brody King. So, you know, backstage, they're at least friendly. So they would do it. And CM Punk probably thinks that um, uh, Malachi Black is a real tough guy because he trained uh, Dutch kickboxing with Boss Rutten, right? And so, like, he's going to think that's cool. So don't be shocked if you see that as a, as a towards the end of this title reign type of main event. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Jeffrey Sills in the chat says, I love House of Black, or these House of Black matches. And yeah, I mean, I can get behind this. Again, I just, we've got a lot to tell. Yeah, we've got a lot to tell here to to, to get us there. Now, what I love the most about this match was not necessarily the presentation. It was the finish, where you had all three of these guys having a submission, the coolest of which being Brody King and that outside the ring chokehold where he's hanging the guy. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking cool, man. I really like that. Brutal. Uh, all right. And then what else do we got? Uh, 
oh, it didn't make the show, so maybe it will get announced on Friday. But what do you think about Ty Valkyrie and Jade Cargill? I imagine this will be on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I imagine so, too. I guess I just, man, I thought we did this already. I, I didn't realize this was still going on. I guess I just, I don't know. I, she wins, Can, right? Jade Cargill wins and gets to 60-0 at least. Well, she is 60-0. Oh, she is 60-0 Now she's 60 okay. Yeah, now she's 60-0 because she did like two in one night and then she did one on Rampage or something like that. So here, here's a legit question. Maybe you've seen her enough now, right, Ty Valkyrie? Oh, uh, yeah, okay, sure. Right, and and people in the chat, Jeffrey Sills, other people have told me, like, she's right, and okay. Um, what is she? The lady. What is she? Yeah, she's Because a... Valkyrie is like a fucking... Um, uh, mythological thing, isn't it? Like a fucking... Well, like, uh, what's the girl over there with the War Raiders or whatever the fuck their names are? The Viking Valhalla. Raiders? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Valkyrie is to me, is these, like viking mythological fucking war thing but this girl's got like snow boots on and like acting like she's a shot girl at mosaic and it's like the fucker who are you i don't yeah i don't get it there's nothing for me to sing my teeth into like i don't know what she is you're right like there's no point is she the white is she the white naomi like is that what she's trying to do yeah that's kind of feels like it yeah because i don't know what the but she's not even that cool, like of what I've seen. Again, maybe she's a better wrestler. Da, 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 I don't know. But I like, you know what I mean, I am not impressed with anything. That's all to say. I think she wins. I think this is when Jade Cargill goes. All right, you bitches, I'm taking over this whole thing. That title it says hose on it. Anyhow, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> I want the damn world championship. Don't say hose on it. Take a good look. Say hose on, on it. it. Don't ever forget that. Um, all right, and then what else did we miss here? Uh, oh, what'd you think of the uh, main event here from uh, uh, Dynamite? We had the ROH World Tag Team Championship match. It was Blackpool Combat Club versus the Lucha Bros. It ends with uh, the Young Bucks interfering, which is kind of a different thing for them to do. Not the Young Bucks, but AW. Yeah. And Lucha Bros are still your ROH World Tag Team champs. Yeah, what do you think? I thought that was good. I thought, you know, seeing the match, I was like, we're going to get something good out of this, right? Lucha Bros, Blackpool's here. Like, we're going to get some throwdown. Yeah, it was interesting the Young Bucks coming to interfere, which I think is good. It's setting up for what they're doing. Allows the Lucha Bros to get out of there without having to get brutalized by the Blackpool Combat Club, which is the story we're telling. So I thought this was fine. It was a good way to end the match because, again, you've got some of the best doing it out there today doing it. So I thought it was good. Yeah, uh, I think we messed up a little bit. Okay. And this is hindsight's twenty twenty, of course, right? Mm-hmm. I think you do this match last week, which then pisses off the Blackpool Combat Club. Then you say, this week, Don Callis, before the pay-per-view, has something to say to Kenny Omega to like screw with him right before the pay-per-view. And then we do the whole segment where then it's hangman at the end of the night that says, we are the elite. And that's going into the pay-per-view. I felt like we, this wasn't it, right? Like that was it. And then, oh shit, we got one more week of television. What can we do? Somebody realized that they were like, oh shit, that was supposed to be next week. Oh man. 
Tony's Excel spreadsheet. God damn, I printed off the wrong one. I know he writes in three months' times. I fucking gave him the wrong sheet. Son of a bitch. You know, yeah. That up. was my only thought is like, man, yeah. the we are the elite. And then buy the pay-per-view this su- Sunday. I think that's what we could have done. All right. Uh, that's the news and notes of Dynamite that we didn't cover. Uh, but let's now get into the main event of Double or Nothing on Sunday night. It is for the AEW World Championship. It is a four-way match. It is not fatal, so stop fucking saying that. No one will die, at least on purpose. Right. It and won't be written into is, the storyline, probably. It will not be written that someone dies. Maybe. But let's stop with this fatal stuff. It's right. so dumb. A fatal four-way, a fatal five-way. No one's ever died. Anyhow, I hate when people just don't think. Uh, we have champion MJF taking on the other three pillars of AEW. Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, and Sammy Guevara. Who do you have, Tim? MJF wins with the only caveat being only reason MJF doesn't win is if CM Punk showed up to fuck him over. Okay. Let's talk about it. All right. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. MJF wins. The, the other thing I win. Right? Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if we maybe get a heel turn out of a jungle boy or a Darby Allen. And those two say, Hey, we never really liked each other. Did we let's fight about it. And then that's where we get those two to kind of go off to split off from this match. And then Sammy Guevara can just go back to the uh, JS and go, Hey guys, look at my hot wife. I'm going to kiss her again. Right. All that shit. I think we're running back. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me clarify. We're either doing one of two things. In my opinion, we're either doing wink, wink. You better watch the first episode of collision. Wink, wink. Well, you better watch Chicago. In Chicago, it's Chicago but, made. It's <laughs> yeah, like like don't we be did a punk. You better watch the right? Yeah, yeah, just like what we did with Rampage, right? Mm. Now, if you listen to when Tony Khan made this announcement in Vegas, it didn't get the resounding applause that I think some people thought they were gonna get. So that's all to say, you're either gonna do. Double down, wink, wink, you better watch Collision, wink, wink. Or you're doing MJF wins, as he said on Wednesday night, I'm tired of the competition here. No one has anything for me. Then he kind of cuts the promo after the match. Like I said, I'm going to take this title for the bidding war of 2024. There's no one left for me. And then da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And CM Punk then walks to the ramp there, and we do a role reversal of what we did at All Out. Now, hopefully, MGF doesn't scorch Earth press conference, legit, like he, like CM Punk. But maybe that. So, what do you think of those two options? What one? Here's what I'll say. Let's say those are the two options I give to you as Booker, Tim. Which one you picking? Uh, I mean. Yeah, I, don't, I think we wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and get CM Punk to debut on Collision. I think that's what they're going for. So I don't think he shows up at this thing, right? Is that that was the? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He shows up at the end. He does what we saw at All Out, right. except for it was MJF doing it to CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that one. I I do it for two reasons. Oh, I mean, one, I would do it, but I don't know if they're gonna do it. 
Yeah, who knows, right? Who knows what they're going to do? Again, if I have the pin, like I always do here, um, I I pull the trigger and I say, hey, it's Vegas. We need a pop. We need something to go into Wednesday, right? And then MJF on Wednesday just mother and pushes security and I, where the hell is he? Where the hell is he? And then Punk says, I'll see you where you saw me in chicago and then we build to this epic encounter that's gonna kick off collision the first five minutes is gonna be a face-to-face with mjf and cm punk because i think if you did the same thing that we did with rampage and cm punk we were there right we were there and all out and i understand when MJF made his return, it was a different thing because it was the return, right? He was gone for so long and oh my God, he is here, right? However, CM Punk didn't get necessarily the biggest reactions when we were there at All Out. Acclaim kind of got some bigger reactions. I mean, again, yeah, you had some CM Punk local Chicago love, but there was enough there that was like, nah, we don't like this guy. There was a row behind us that fucking hated CM Punk and they were from Chicago. So that's all to say... I think if you did the CM Punk's here, you might get a a wet fart because some people are like, yeah, okay, what's he doing? I almost want that to happen just because CM Punk feels like he's immune to the wet fart. Yeah, hey guys, and everyone's like, who are you wrestling? Right, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. So, 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 so who are you... Who, who are you wrestling? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Hey, hey, it's me. Uh huh. <laughs> You'll who be on the you card wrestling? with the rest of them. Who are you wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting. So for all those reasons, I think MJF wins. Ha ha, Mike. I'm the best. Oh, you're the best. I'm, I'm the, the best. best in the world. Yep, Vegas, big big city. Big splash. Sam Punk's back. Book it. Book it. All right. Should be fun. Double or nothing. A lot of ways they're going to go here. AEW's kind of got this whole collision thing uh, rounding the corner coming up here, and that's going to be an interesting dynamic for what they're going to do. And uh, stay tuned to uh, SpanishAnnounceTable.net as some collision content might be coming your way from one or both of us. Uh, we might be doing some reviews yeah, of that show that out, since right? since it's a big time show. Uh, so we'll see what we have coming up. On see what that. we can do for you. And until next week, then I think we'll just take a break and we'll see. Uh, please be our wrestling friend right here next week on the Spanish announce table. The Spanish announce table.